Hello, my name is Claire and you are listening to the Hypno Birthing Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. It's been probably a little bit longer than I usually leave it between episodes and for no real reason other than life's just been busy and we've actually just got a new puppy and anybody who's had a puppy before knows that they are a lot of work. I mean, she's lovely. She's amazing. She's an English spring spaniel and she's great. I mean, we've had a puppy before, so we were, we knew what to expect, but she, um, she's really good actually. She's, she, we've only had her a week, but she's been good so far. She's doing her business outside and she's sleeping well at night. So she is doing really, really well, but um, it's basically like having a, a toddler um, straight away. So life has uh, just been a little bit busier while she settles in and kind of learns to go outside to the toilet and things like that but she's been really good so that's kind of where I've been really just uh, focusing on that and as always teaching and I'm actually leveling up my skills so I'm actually doing some retraining um, in hypnobirthing just to expand what I can offer and expand the resources I can give you in terms of courses and things like that so I've also been working on that as well. Today I just wanted to do what will probably be a short and sweet episode, but is going to be really, really important and full of lots of vital information for you. And it's all about basically the power of the mind. I want to talk to you a bit about how the mind works, kind of the mind-body connection, how you can best utilize the mind, your mind, so that during labor, it helps you. And I think once you fully understand that power of the mind-body connection, you can really fully start to utilize what's in your mind and how your mind can affect your labor. So I'm going to talk to you a bit about that. I'm just kind of winging it today. Like I'm just going to chat. It's going to be chatty and hopefully it makes sense to everybody um, because I'm just kind of, yeah, as I said, going to chat my way through it. So, okay. So the first thing about the mind is to understand is that the mind controls what your body does. So your body is basically just a bit of meat. It doesn't do much without the mind telling it to do it. So if you think about some just normal reactions in everyday life that you may have, such as blushing, that's a really good example. So if you blush, it's not something that you can do on command. So I couldn't sit here and say blush and you'd be able to do it. It's your body's reaction to something that your mind is telling it. So when you're embarrassed, typically you blush. Um, And so that is information that is being fed from your mind to your body and your body is having that reaction of blushing. The same with laughter. So laughter, when it's a genuine laugh, is your body's reaction again to information that is being fed in through the mind. So it's a genuine reaction that your body is having. It's not something that, again, you can you can just do on command. Of course, you can fake a laugh, but a genuine laugh is something that comes from information that's being fed to your mind. In my full kind of live course that I do, I do a demonstration on that mind-body connection, which really helps you to kind of firsthand see how it does affect your body. And I do a script that is all about, so basically I sit and I read a script to clients and it's all about imagining that you have something in front of you. Um, and as a result, your body reacts to that. I, I don't want to say too much because if anyone then does do my course, I don't want to ruin it for them. And then it it w- might make them 
react differently than if they were hearing it for the first time. But it's amazing and it works usually most of the time um, for my clients. And that really helps them to understand how the mind can affect your body. Okay, so we have two different parts of the mind. You have the conscious mind and you have the subconscious mind. So one of the things that it's often likened to is an iceberg. So if you think about an iceberg, you have the smaller part that sits above the water. Um, We can see it. We can navigate our way around it. We sort of understand it. And that is your conscious mind. The much larger part of the iceberg that sits underneath the water It's very vast. It's really, really big. And we cannot navigate our way around it. We cannot kind of work it out. Um, And that is the subconscious mind. So just to talk you through them kind of in a little bit more detail, the subconscious part of your mind is basically where you store all of the messages that you have received throughout your life. So it's kind of like a really big computer hard drive. And so all of the messages that you've ever heard and received about birth will be have been stored in your subconscious. So think back to, you know, the earliest conversations that you had around childbirth. You know, it may well have been when you were really young. Um, I know mine was and you know, people telling me even at a very young age that it's it's horrible and it's painful and it's, you know, something that you just kind of need to get through. It doesn't mean that much when we're little or when we're in a part of our life where we're not even really thinking about having children. It doesn't mean that much. So, yeah, like 10 years ago, maybe a friend told you a horrible birth story. And in your mind, you kind of just think you hear it and you say, oh, no, that's awful. And then you move on from it. But actually, that message is still being stored. It's being stored away in your subconscious. And so what happens then is all of these messages in your subconscious, they then form your belief system and your emotions. So what happens is if you've heard lots and lots of negative birth stories, and lots of negative uh, chat around birth throughout your life, which the majority of us have, because that is just the culture around birth. If you think of all of the television programs that are on around birth, all of the movies, all of the documentaries, it's all negative. And so it's very normal that we have had many, many negative um, stories and messages sent into our subconscious throughout our life so far. If you think about that, that has then formed just a general belief that birth is scary. Birth is painful. Birth is horrible. Something to be fearful of. And so that becomes our belief that that is how birth is. So going into birth, when it's then time for you to start thinking about giving birth yourself, of course, all of these messages are going to come to the surface because they have formed your belief system. So your belief system is going to be that birth is scary. And it might only be a very small part of you that feels fearful of birth, or it might be a really large part of you and it's an overwhelming fear. But for the majority of us, we, we all have this, unless you have done some work to kind of undo it, or unless you have grown up in a culture where birth is celebrated and birth is witnessed from a very young age, the majority of us haven't grown up like that. And so we all tend to hold this kind of same view around birth, that it is something that's that's scary. Now, the conscious mind, that is where you do your decision-making. It's where you do your rational thinking. So of course, decision-making and thinking is based on your beliefs, is based on your emotions. So 
if those beliefs are that birth is unsafe, then your decision making you're going to be making throughout your pregnancy and your labor is going to be based on fear. It's going to be based on the fact that you're worried and you're scared that if you don't do this, then this is going to happen. And really where you want to be, you want to approach birth feeling knowledgeable and empowered and like you have all of the information to make a decision based on fact rather than based on fear. So there are some things that we can do to change this, to change these messages. And it's a bit of work that basically you need to do throughout your pregnancy. And if you're late in your pregnancy, don't worry, you can still do things to help replace these negative um, beliefs with positive ones. Some of the ways you can do this is firstly avoiding, and I've said all of this, I'm sure on the podcast before, avoiding negative birth stories. Absolutely do not allow anyone to tell you a negative birth story. And as awkward as maybe that might feel, if somebody is wanting to tell you their birth story, it's really important above anything, you just protect yourself. And if every time you hear a negative birth story, what it does is it cements that belief even further. So it just kind of cement it, it makes it stronger in your subconscious. So it makes it even harder to undo. So please, if people want to tell you negative birth stories, please just say, like, I'd love to hear it, but please could you tell me once my baby's been born? It's completely fair. You have a right to protect yourself. So the more you can avoid things like that, the better. Obviously, avoid documentaries like one born every minute. Um, I know that's not on that much anymore, but similar documentaries, you know, as well. There are many out there programs on TV that show birth in a horrible way. There's one in the UK at the moment and I won't even name it. Um, it's on the BBC, but it's just a big like joke at basically our expense. You know, the people giving birth, it's, it's all about a like obstetrician working on the labor ward and he being male Um which I'm, I'm fighting, fighting myself saying, obviously, him being male, he's kind of involved in these women's births. And he's, it's all a bit, bit of a joke. It, it's supposed to be kind of a bit funny, but it's in my mind, not funny because it's actually people giving birth. And it's not something that I think is something to be laughed at. Birth is an amazing, powerful thing, and it, it shouldn't be belittled and made into a comedy. So Avoid things like that because, again, they're just going to cement those negative thoughts even further. Be careful of your language and the language that you allow around you. And again, I've got an episode on language and the importance of language. So perhaps refer back to that if you want just a quick refresh on why language is so important. But it is one of the ways that you can start to change that negativity that you may have around birth is just talking positively and, you know, seeking out positive birth stories, looking online for positive birth stories, listening to positive birth story podcasts, going onto YouTube and searching for positive birth videos. There's loads of stuff out there. So actively seeking out positive birth stories is going to help as well. And also, you know, doing some guided relaxations and things like that around birth, listening to affirmations, saying affirmations to yourself over and over again, also is going to help uh, to kind of push those negative beliefs out and replace them with positive beliefs. So something really important as well to talk to you about when we're talking about the mind is that there have been, you know, many experiments to show the um, effects of the mind and the power of the mind. But one that I want to talk to you about, which is just amazing and incredible, and I think it's worth you knowing it so that it can just 
really help you understand the power that you have within your own minds and how that can really help you when you're giving birth. Basically, there was an experiment done on the effects of visualization. So visualizing how you want something to go. And I'm sure I said this before, but there's many kind of top athletes that use visualization. Um, So David Beckham, I believe in his book, wrote about how he used to visualize going out and scoring goals uh, before matches. And, you know, many athletes use visualizations to visualize themselves winning something, visualize themselves scoring, and it has amazing effects. So if you think about how you can use that, visualizing your birth, visualizing how it's going to go, visualizing how you feel. Um, But let me tell you about the the study just to show you the kind of effectiveness that visualization can have. Basically, it was a group of basketball players and they were split into three groups. And the intent of it basically was to demonstrate how visualization can have an effect on the players converted free throws. So that might not mean that much to you, but um, once I explain kind of the effects it had, that doesn't matter, it will make sense. Um, So the three groups, basically, the first group practiced for 20 minutes every single day. So they practiced their free throws 20 minutes every single day. The second group visualized themselves making the free throws. They didn't practice, they just visualized themselves making those free throws. And then the third group did not practice and they didn't do any visualization either. So the results showed that the group that only visualized doing the throws showed a huge improvement um, and were nearly as accurate at the, as the players that actually practiced. Um, and then the third group, as you can imagine, regressed. They didn't do anything because they had not done any practice or any visualization. So they actually regressed. So just visualizing something actually made this group almost as good as the group that actually practiced. So think about how you can use that when it comes to giving birth. And as I've said already, visualizing yourself in labor, visualizing how you're going to feel, visualizing what happens when you first go into labor, what happens when you get to the hospital or when your home birth midwife comes out to you, what happens and how you feel during that first stage of your labor, during that second stage of your labor, visualize meeting your baby. All of these things can have such a huge effect. And the reason for that is because The body, and I may well have said this before, so I do apologize if I'm repeating myself, but it's worth hearing everything over and over because then it it goes in. The body actually doesn't know the difference between true and false. So the body doesn't know what's true, what's false. It just believes what the mind tells it. So this is why visualization is so powerful, because if you're imagining that, the mind is telling your body that that's what's happening. So your body responds to that. Um, And that's a reason why this group in the study did so well is because their body had thought that they had actually been practicing, but actually they'd just been visualizing practicing. And there's also other studies that have shown things like this. And it's, um, there's another one to do with like muscles um, and visualizing yourself doing weights and building up muscle. And then that actually happening as a result, like the, it's, it's honestly incredible how powerful the mind is. So going back to the fact that your body doesn't know the difference between true and false, if you approach labor and if you go into labor feeling very fearful and very worried, the message that your body is getting is that it's unsafe. So your body is being told 
it's not safe right now. We're in danger. So what your body does as a survival technique is it actually just will stop your labor or slow your labor down. So for anybody who has ever had a baby before and perhaps was feeling quite fearful and their labor was quite start stop or it was just quite slow and drawn out, it could well have been because the messages the body was getting was that you felt scared. So of course, as a, in order to survive, your body slows it down so that you don't birth your baby in a situation that it's being told is dangerous. For all it knows, you could be in an actual dangerous situation where there is a predator nearby. That isn't the case uh, for the vast majority of people who have babies, but the body doesn't know that. So if you flip that and think about if you were telling the body that it was okay, you feel comfortable, you feel confident, it's okay, you're safe, the body receives that message. And so it does what it needs to do much more efficiently because it's basically being given the go-ahead to birth birth the baby perfectly fine. And so labor is likely to be quicker and not so start-stop and maybe more comfortable as well. So please try to really get your head around, no pun intended, that mind body connection and how important it is what you have in your mind, um, you know, and staying positive, thinking positive thoughts about birth, positive thoughts about labor, um, you know, using positive language can really make such a huge difference. And I know that many people feel a bit worried about visualizing their birth and feeling positive about it because they worry that, well, what if it doesn't go that way? Will I feel disappointed? But I think based on the studies that have been done and based on what we know about the mind-body connection, the chances of it going well, if you feel positive about it and if you visualize it going well, are much higher than if you feel very negative towards it. So start to think positively about it because it's only ever going to be a good thing. It's only ever going to help what your body's doing and help where your mind is um, and help you feel happier and more confident and more positive about it as well. So that is my short and sweet chat on the mind and the power of the mind. And I hope that makes sense. I hope it's giving you some food for thought um, into kind of how that works and how the mind is, is so powerful. If you want to learn more about hypnobirthing, if you want to learn more about how you can utilize that mind body connection, if you want the tools to do that, come and book a course. I probably say it all the time about courses. I never want to feel like I'm ramming my courses down people's throats on this podcast, but the effects that have doing a course and informing yourself has on your labor is so huge. And I hear it every single day from people that I've taught that tell me we this is not how I felt before I did a course. And once I did the course and I, I went into labor, I felt amazing. I felt confident. It changed our experience. It happens every single day and it's life-changing. Giving birth is a huge, huge time in your life. And to feel so proud and happy with how it went is such a huge thing and you will carry that with you forever. So really, you know, you cannot put a price on educating yourselves. And so if you can... I really encourage you to book yourself onto a course. It obviously doesn't have to be with me. There are many other uh, hypnobirthing teachers, but please like put yourself first and put this experience first because it is 
really important and don't underestimate it. The amount that you will learn is amazing and you will not regret it. You will not regret it. Okay, so enough of that. I'm going to leave all my details in the, in the description, my courses. I do a shorter course as well. Leave that there too. If as well you find the podcast helpful, I also have a buy me a coffee link where you can come and buy me a coffee um, just to say thanks because obviously everything that I do on here, I do for you guys for free and my content on social media as well. So it's always lovely um, when pe- if people want to do something basically to um, to say thanks. I'm always, uh, yeah, willing to accept a coffee. I'd be very grateful. But yes, also what I'd love for you to do is if you have anything, any ideas for podcast episodes, please do let me know. Um, I do have some great guests lined up as well. So I've had a bit of a quiet spot with guests. Um, I do like to kind of mix it up a bit. But um, if you have any uh, suggestions for podcast episodes, please let me know. Also, if you have a birth story you want to tell, if when you have your baby, you have an amazing experience, which hopefully you will, and you want to share it on the podcast, please let me know. I love having, you know, real, genuine, positive birth stories on here. I think they help everybody. Um, so please do let me know and I'll leave all of my details in the description. And I will see you um, next time for the next episode, which will probably be in a couple of weeks. Thank you. See you later. Bye.